host, Joan Garner, and welcome to this week's special episode with season three, episode three, gosh, we're smoking right along already here, Miss Caitlin Kane from Casey, Iowa with Raisin Kane Show Pigs. Hey, I am so excited to get to meet her. She is just, she's insightful and charismatic and has a plan. You know, like, you know when you meet people and they have a plan and you hear them discussing it and their dreams and the, but yet they're like excited about it and passionate? That's Caitlin. I just had the best time talking to her. You know, we were going through the conversation and I loved how she, I asked her about what does it mean stock show, you know, and she calls herself an enthusiast. I thought, that is a great word, enthusiast. I loved it. She talks about, uh, all about how she grew up, how she is just killing it as a judge in the show ring. And I love too how she shares with us what makes her really drive. And I, I just, I took, when I really listen to the episodes, I take notes and I just had four pages of notes of ideas from her on how her drive is all based on mentoring and inspiring others. And I grabbed this quote from there and I hope you hear it too. She said, you know, being able to build a passion and fan the flames for it is what drives her to do her best. You guys, Caitlin has so many amazing opportunities ahead of her. I can't wait to see her judge at all the counties in the state of Iowa, at OIE someday, at all of her dream shows. I can't wait for you guys to get to see what an amazing woman she has become and how she is sharing the joy of what Stock Show means to her with others. Guys, it's a great week to listen in. I'm so grateful you're here. So without further ado, let's meet Miss Caitlin Kane and this week's Lady in the Lead. Joan Garner, and today I am with Miss Caitlin Kane. Now, wait, we do do wear your maiden name too. No, I do Caitlin Kane. We we officially converted over. It's okay, been since May, and that was a hard transition for sure. That was like I know, and because you live where you grew up, right? You live in Casey's. No, no so he's my husband is from the Guthrie Center Casey area. Okay, and then I actually grew up. Um, in Cambridge, Iowa, okay. just in Story County, south of Ames, between Ames and Ankeny. So. Okay. So you moved into the new neighborhood. Yes. And so you're definitely going to use your married name then, because when you're in a small town. Yes. If you grow, if you go home, you know you're still yep, going to yep, be yep. your maiden name. And then if you get married, and now you're a cane, so that works out perfect. Yeah. Yes. So I've been over there for about four years now. Oh, that's hard to believe. But now I'm officially, when I changed the name, I got a Guthrie County license. So I guess now I'm officially in the resident. <laughs> you just got married last May, right? Yes. Congratulations. Well, thank you. How's it going? It's going good. I mean, it was more or less just a name change and a big celebration than yeah. any big change, really. So, yeah. Which that's, is good. Yeah. Did you guys go to school together or how'd you meet? So it's actually kind of crazy story. So I met Zach after college and we've lived an hour apart from each other. We both grew up showing pigs, but we didn't meet each other until, like, I, my sister started doing the jackpot series, mm -hmm. and he was working for Jim Gibson at the time, taking his girls to all the 
jackpot shows and my sister is the one that's like convinced me she's like you need to you should date Zach and I'm like I don't know I don't really want to date a barrow jock like that was just <laughs> not no not gonna do a barrow jock and she's right. like just just do it and so I agreed to one free meal and then we've been together for four and a half years and married now so I guess that was a very good free meal <laughs> well it must have been I'm not even gonna ask that it was pork no we went to Texas Roadhouse but we don't have to tell people <laughs> We keep that on the DL. Totally the DL. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I've never met you before, so this yes. is my first time getting together. We've been conversing over Facebook, and yes. we've been talking, and you know who referred you to me? Andy Platner. Oh, Andy. Good old Andy. Andy. He, okay, so he um, grew up next to me, like okay. half a mile away, or maybe two miles away from where our home farm is. Yep. Actually, though he, you know, he was more of a Jones County guy. I was uh-huh. a Cedar County girl, but yes. we went to the same church. Okay. And we like grew up basically together. And yep. he's a, I'm just putting it out there, a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your start in your interest in um, show or in not even showing, but in judging. Yeah. So I have been showing pigs since I was three. Okay. So we've been doing it a little while. My uncle um, raised show pigs growing up, and so I was kind of just slotted into it. But I really started showing when I was in fourth grade, and um, my first year at showing a county fair, we had a really, we had very humble beginnings in the terms of our pigs were not walked. I had this like I think everybody yes like okay you think about like think twenty years yes right? yes been literally years, and like it's changed a lot oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. I mean we had PVC or not PVC pipes but these like fiberglass bright orange pipe I brought. That, I think, a feed pan, a bucket of feed, and a watering can, because my dad wouldn't get us a sprayer. Oh, oh very nice. So we have the pictures. Sprinkle, the old sprinkle can system. Yes, yes. yes. So that's, that's how we started my first county fair, and we actually had a really good county fair that year, but um, the judge at that fair was actually Jim Gibson over from Panora, and um, he just made that such a good experience, and I thought his job was so cool mm-hmm. that just kind of from that day on, I knew I wanted to... Show judge pig show someday. So isn't that funny? At age nine, that that yes. imprinted with you in yes. that moment. Yes. I mean, I don't know if it was like a one-on-one moment, or if he yes. looked at you a certain way, yes. or just the way he talked. I think just the way he interacted with the people, and I just thought he sounded so intelligent, and yeah. like how cool it was that he got to talk about pigs all day. And and if we had a good county fairy, obviously, was yes. very smart. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so smart. <laughs> so did you do a lot of judging then throughout your four H years and into F. Were you in FFA? Yep. So um, yeah kind of uh sorry wait are you story county what county? story county story county okay. story county yep and um growing up story county didn't have a livestock judging team yeah. and so this is kind of unknown stuff about me but i actually did horse judging all Ooh. through all through like elementary and high school yeah and um so i actually competed out at national western with horse judging we went everywhere and um that's really how i got my start because that's what we had and um, I did show horses with pigs. We were one of those weird families that did both. Um, so we... You showed horses, too. Yes. So we did the horse judging, the horse quiz bowl. We did hippology for a long time. We did... Everything. Everything. It's... Yeah. We don't like to tell people a lot about that. <laughs> I know. Okay, yes. So you were, grew up and you showed horses. Yes. Judged horses. Yes. And pigs. Yes. So okay, were you passionate about the horse thing? Um... 
No. But <laughs> you learned a lot. But we learned a lot, yes. Like, I mean, it was, in the moment, I really enjoyed it. We actually started showing Hackney Ponies with some really close family friends of ours when I was eight, and we did that for about five years, and then we transitioned into, like, the Pleasure Horses, um, and I loved Showmanship Halter, stuff yeah. that's on the ground. Amen. And, <laughs> but you put me on top of the horse, and it was... The coordination wasn't there. I was a hot mess. Like, my sister, she was, that was much more her thing. Like, she went to Paint Horse Worlds. She was, like, top in the district. Yeah. She also doesn't like to talk about the horse girl. There's just, there's just a stigma with the livestock people. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Because, I mean, truly, like, horses out west, like, just go anywhere in southern Iowa or Nebraska on. You know, it's, like, a part of... Like, you have to have... It's like a vehicle to get the cows in. And to, like... You can't even exist without them. Yes. And here we are in our little world, and we're like... "Mm." I don't know. <laughs> Show horses, yeah. But no, we learned we learned a lot from doing that, and we're really grateful that we had that experience. Yeah. So, like, kind of just to get exposed to. There's not a lot of similarities between horse judging and livestock mm-hmm. judging, but the basics are there, and having that confidence to oh, yeah. put up yeah, a set of reasons and give it mm-hmm. in front of people, and knowing how to mark a card, like those yeah. basics were there. Yeah, so. and how to present yourself, yes. and you know, really just be under the pressure yes. of like choosing and, yes. and 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 understanding why yes That's a good that thing. critical yeah. thinking factor yeah. that they always talk about yeah so you did that all the way through high school show yep. pigs yes how many's in your family so it's just me and my sister but we're six years apart so my parents have done the livestock thing for a long time is she older or younger she is uh, six years younger so she you just led... wrapped up her last her last state fair was two years ago so oh wow are you missing it um, yes and no. I think yeah. we've kind of transitioned into a different role in the show pig world. And mm-hmm. we, I personally really like being on the kind of breeder mm-hmm. judge side versus being the showman side. Mm-hmm. I was just, I just get too nervous, too worked up. So I kind of like it being on the back side now. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's awesome. You can do that. Went to Iowa State. Yes. Majored in animal science. Yes, animal okay. science. And join the meats team and the judging team, yes. right? So the I kind of stalked you a little. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the meats animal evaluation team, which yeah. you judge the animals live, and you're supposed to kind of guesstimate how you think they're going to grade okay. or how they're going to quality grade, um, all that stuff, and then you go into the cooler and then grade the meat as well. So we did that as a prereq for livestock judging mm-hmm. just because I didn't go to a junior college. Um, so I wanted to kind of gain a year back of that mm-hmm. being out there judging and practicing and getting out in the out into the farms and stuff so that was my prereq to the livestock judging and yeah and finished out your junior year and then graduated and then now where are you working so i work for national pork board now i've been oh, with them so... since august and i are so really, lucky really to have enjoy you. it i really enjoy it a lot and i work with some great people and they're doing a lot of great research and um, really helping make producers take that next step in terms of sustainability and biosecurity. So that's awesome. Exciting stuff there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that just fills us all in, and you're yes. newly married. Okay. Great. We're all caught up. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in the, but this that's is, a lot to throw at you in know, five minutes. No, I'm so sorry. I, I, no. Well, people who know you, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's just the beginning. <laughs> it just gives everybody a little yeah. like baseline as to where we're yep. at. You know. Yep. Okay. So I have a question for you because the yes. podcast is called "Ladies in the Lead." Yes. She's Stuckshows. So if somebody came up to you and said, Caitlin, you stock show, Yep. what would that mean to you? So I think I kind of define someone who stock shows as someone who kind of 
brings in like these three big characteristics and I talk about these three characteristics a lot when I'm judging but it's just really something that I kind of build myself around and we've kind of built a farm around is um, someone being able to stay humble mm-hmm. so recognizing like your flaws in your livestock and realize not getting that barn blind but also recognizing the flaws in yourself as well and being able to not only recognize those flaws but learn how to change them and be open-minded to other people's opinions another piece of that I think is to stay motivated and um, my husband and I are both very competitive people and and we always want to try to do better and um, I mean you get frustrated sometimes when things don't go the way you think they should but that kind of just gives you that motivation to take it back home and try again and figure out how you're going to make the next show better or the next generation better mm-hmm. um, and then the last piece that I think kind of fits into that she stock shows is just being able to be kind too and um, being able to share your knowledge of what you've gained through mm-hmm. the livestock industry sharing it with other people and then helping people out when they're down too yeah so as far as I, I was when I started this podcast I was like yes I really wanted to talk to different people in stock show yes and not defining it like as just the junior exhibitor yes. who won grand champion or the producer or whatever yes. how would you see yourself in it were you an exhibitor yes yes you're a judge yes yes would you say you're a showman um I will go into the ring as needed <laughs> I would say I have retired from that but I do coach a lot of showmen coach okay yes. mentor yeah. yeah, I mean... Breeder. Yes, breeder, mentor, yeah, all of that. Kind of I, would, I like to kind of define it all in a nice little package called an enthusiast. An I am a show pig enthusiast. Did you ever show anything else besides pigs? Um, Just the horses. Oh, yeah. um, okay. And then I, my senior year of college, after I did the livestock judging, um, a lot of the classes and the workouts that you do is cattle-based, yeah. and I guess I just caught a cattle bug from doing that for a year and being around so many cattle so I actually invested in some red angus heifers with my dad nice and so we, red angus is hot it's yeah. it's a back burner project I am definitely just kind of an investor yeah. um silent ish partner <laughs> can't be too silent can't be too silent I, yeah. I voice my opinion as needed or yeah. maybe not as needed but <laughs> As asked. As, yeah. as I feel necessary. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've been playing around with that for the past five years, and my dad has some semi-cows. So uh, my sister, I've kind of roped her into, when she was still able to do junior shows, taking some cow-calf pairs to places and some heifers and um, trying to just play around in that. But more or less, it's kind of a refresher to get out of the pig world a little yeah. bit. A lot of times when people are in the pig world a lot, they will say, I wish I would have shown a goat or I wish I would have shown yep. a sheep. Something a little bit more hands-on. Yes. Cattle is probably yes. your hands-on physicality. Yes. Well, you had a horse, though. That yeah. Okay, here's my little horse uh, secret. When I was in Block and Bridal back in the early 90s, yes. let's just say that, <laughs> they used to have the little um, comp- showmanship competition. Yes. yes they little still, North America. Yeah, yes. They still have it? Yes. Okay. And uh, the only thing that I hadn't ever shown before was a horse. So I showed a horse in that oh. and won. Nice. Thank you very much. Made it to the finals. Nice. And yeah. And, uh, but that was my claim to fame. I won and only time I showed this beautiful buckskin <laughs> and I wore a beautiful red hat. <laughs> Yeah. With red matching lipstick. That LNA was my only time I did sheep, and that's when I realized, like, I. Did you wait? Wait, were you bracing? Did yes, you brace? Yeah. I did okay. brace, and I'm like, this is why I didn't do sheep. My legs are way too long. I'm too tall for this. You're not that tall. You're I, like 5'7? Yeah, but sheep people, I feel like a prime sheep person is like 5'4 to 5'6, and I just barely 
five six. I'm five nine and a half. I'm like, oh my god, you just gotta have good inner Yes, yeah, I do not. You said you didn't like on the horse. Did so not, you're not, ride, like, did not do very good riding horses. Was not built for uh, racing sheep. Appreciate those who do though. Oh. It is a workout. Yes. I know. It is a workout. I was looking online. Your um, your guys' pig business is called Raisin Cane, which yes. I love the name, by the way. <laughs> it's a fun name. And you have a lot of different breeds. I'm just yes. going to point this out. Burks, Spots, Durox, Landry's, and you have Crossbreds. Yes. Which one's your favorite? Burks. Of course. Why are they so darn cute? They are so cute. And they just have, a, they just have the biggest personalities of them all. Yeah. Now, my husband, he likes to start to focus on these down-eared hogs and I'm like that is a kind of personality I don't those Landry's he likes yes those. he loves his spots yeah. and we have a Poland now too oh, Poland litter and so he is kind of invested in that I don't know why he likes these down-eared hogs but <laughs> I can't win sometimes you, you pick your battles I guess how many guys how many guilts you guys have so we probably run roughly 30 females right now mm-hmm. um and we'll pharaoh we'll try to pharaoh most of them twice a year okay. um so our midwest market kind of runs we'll start selling for the midwest end of january through beginning of march and okay. then our southwest market will start end of august through mid-october okay Got any, so you're fair one right now yes yes it's been oh, a busy give us an time insight. is there any good ones on the ground i mean in the crates i should there's think. a couple that i've picked out on the crate and a couple that he has too and um I don't, usually when I pick them out in the crate, though, that's kind of like the touch of death, and they will, like, end up getting laid on or something, so. Jeez. Oh, so. That's kind of a critical name you give yourself. I, I don't know. He always says, like, don't take pictures of that one. They always die when you take a picture of them. <laughs> but, no, it's it's been a really, knock on wood, we've had some good luck this past farrowing season, and not yeah. too many. Not too many. Big yeah. train wrecks, so. That's good. Talk about a little bit about how you and Zach like really partner together in your pig business. Yeah. How do you have like because you are a strong personality of yourself. <laughs> yes. And I, I don't know Zach, but I'm assuming he is too. Yes. Um, how do you guys like work that together and, and and you know talk about it and like call and choose breeding and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So it's the business itself is basically me, Zach, and then his brother and his dad as well. So there's. Which are, again, two other very big personalities. It's a lot of big personalities, but I think it's finally found some time as we've all gotten to know each other and gotten to, uh, the business has grown and figuring out what we want to focus the business on. We've been able to really find our niches and roles mm-hmm. um, for each of us. And so my role is really kind of the whole farrowing of being in the farrowing barn, pulling pigs making sure that day one that we're off to a good start. And then I do a lot of the purebred papers, making sure that's done. Um, Helping the showmen with showmanship, going to the farms and working with them there, Um, going to all the shows um, and really having that interaction with the showmen. Zach's role is also really customer customer facing based. Um, He's also the one that makes basically every breeding decision on the farm and he'll run them by me and He'll like show me pictures of the boars and we'll kind of discuss it and what he'll run it past me but ultimately I leave that up to him Mm -hmm. and um I'll tell him how they look later on I'll tell him how his decisions were later on but (laughs) it's so nice for you to come with good feedback at the end yeah well we give we give critiques at the end it comes full circle but like hey didn't like it uh maybe we should consider this next time instead of this (laughs) and then he doesn't appreciate that feedback all the time but we make it work and then um and then he does the daily like 
chore, feeding the ch- feedings. Um, we'll help with the customers being able to really help feed. And he's very customer focused based. Um, we're very fortunate that we have about half a dozen or so families within a 45 kind of mile radius Mm -hmm. and so during the summer he tries to get there at least once a week wow that's good yeah to check them to check them change a pig in a week yes so you gotta be there yep and he'll go to all the shows with them on the weekends just to see how they're interacting or like how that feeding plan has changed and Mm -hmm. um just kind of being able to get that feedback right away on what needs to be changed and then even the customers that are farther away he tries to get there as much as he can yeah um, at least once or twice a summer to be able to just check in on them and know that we care beyond just cashing your check. Like, Amen. <laughs> I think I think that's why people work with people. You know, yep. you know that. Like, yep. And then your dad. You said your father-in-law. Yep. So um, my brother-in-law is kind of like the manpower. Does a lot of the heavy lifting stuff that I can't really help Zach with. So whether it's tails, tail docking, ear notching, mm-hmm. castrating. Um, Cody really does all that and then does help Zach a lot with picturing the little pigs because the big personalities don't have the patience to be able to do that together. <laughs> so I let Cody do that and he does it and they don't kill each other as much as me and Zach would in that situation. Isn't that funny? Yes. And then Zach's dad's kind of like the MacGyver of the operation. If it's broken, he's going to fix it and yeah. um, okay. we'll run around for Zach's errands if need be. And yeah. So we each have our own kind of role in it's taken a bit, though, to get there, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you find that working with strong men personalities and being the only female in that, that you've had to fight a little bit for your presence? Or did it just kind of default that way because you just were all naturally good at certain areas? Um, I definitely think it took us some time to figure out a balance from everyone's personalities and realizing that I do have a big personality and a big opinion and... Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe sometimes it's not always appreciated in the moment, but yeah, it did take some time. And just working yeah. with family in general, you have to find that right balance of um, where personal lines and professional lines need to lie and yeah. not, not pushing them too much. I know. When you're judging yes. and you see the kids out there, and you, do, what are some tips you can give somebody that's just new or starting to want to do pigs? Give me your top three. Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, do a beginner pig, pig show. Okay. Because it's a little different for advanced. Versus, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I would say, like, beginning show pig, it really be, starts at home. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's just kind of getting in the pen and interacting with them and getting them tame and getting them used to you, like, that's a great start to get that going. Another practicing of walking them and getting them out of the pen, I think that is always just a key thing of starting it at home. Mm-hmm. And then eye contact, I think, is huge. And being able to look like you're not lost in space that you're inter- <laughs> interacting with what's going on in the ring yeah. um, I think that can really take you to the kind of a new level of being able to be from a beginner and just taking those basic steps so that would be kind of step number two and then number three I think um, yeah just keeping the pig between me and you that's yeah. usually a good first step too and, yeah. um, a lot of like young 4-H kids or kids that have never been to it they I mean mm-hmm. you just gotta be able to talked to them about that and being able to get that kind of set from the get-go and you gotta also recognize that some of these kids they've never done this before so Mm -hmm. you have to have that patience with them too and yeah so now take me I'm a junior yes and I want to crank it up yep how do I crank it up what would you do to crank it up I've had average pigs I'm a pretty average plus showman how do you crank it up how do you recommend to somebody take it for the next you know because there's people like i'm in now like i'm yep. all engaged right they want to yep. like do it yes they just don't know how I how, s- how would you crank it up i always think like being able to find a mentor or mm-hmm. someone that 
is willing to go to the farm with you a couple times during the summer and giving you feedback rather than it's just not you in the barn and mm-hmm. having just someone else come in with a new set of eyes. We were really fortunate growing up that we had a couple of really good mentors. My mm-hmm. uncle, um, yeah. Buster Moeller, um, and then uh, Dan Harmson. Like, those are the kind of mentors that took the extra time of realizing that these girls are working really hard. They're really passionate about this. Mm-hmm. They just need an extra extra oomph. Yeah. So being able to find that mentor. And, find it. And sometimes you just got to ask. Yeah. You got to ask for help sometimes. Yes. I think... I think people forget the, um, the, I sometimes get caught in the fear yes. of asking for yes. help. My son and I were talking about this and we were talking about that when you go and ask somebody, it's truly a compliment yes. to them to say, and they may tell you no, yep. but they may yep. tell you yes. And what are you out? You yep. know, like, exactly. Um, you know, if somebody came up to you and said, Caitlin, would you work with me? Would you help me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You'd be like, yeah, yes. probably all yes. in. If you're going to match their energy, you're going to yes. match what they're giving. Yes, right? yes, and that's kind of my yeah. Zach and I's mindset too. Is if they're what you guys, what the showmen and the young kids are giving to us, we're going to mirror it back to you. Mm-hmm. I know. That's I think energy and asking, yes. and putting yourself out there, yes. and then finding good quality stock. Yes, it's finding a good. Yes. Do you believe in quantity over quality? Quality quantity where are you at on that uh, some people are like especially in the pig world people are like okay i have 12 yes some people have two mm, where are you at um i would say get what you can handle because i think there is times where you want to kind of i think people like it are like potato chips you can't just have one <laughs> potato chips. and then you start to collect you them. know what people should name their pigs potato, potato chip. chips yes <laughs> yes like you start you hoarding start- them and they keep multiplying yes they do and but then you get to a point where all those potato chips aren't necessarily getting the same amount of attention good for you yeah they're not all good for you (laughs) and so i would say that it's being able to find a balance of if you can handle six as one person then six i think is a great number and you Mm -hmm. can put that focus and quality of making sure that all six of them are walked and washed and fed Mm -hmm. the same then do it if that number is closer to two or three for you then that's it just take what you can handle that's probably a good really good tip yes Tell me what it's like when you're on the mic and you're about ready to, like, you're picking your grand champion, right? Yes. Do you get butterflies? Like, are you standing out there in the ring and are you nervous? Are you just, like, super excited to build the suspense? Or what what are you thinking and feeling like when you're there? Because that's a really unique, cool moment that not everybody gets to have. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about just being in that ring and being on the mic in general is whatever else is going on in my life is just zoned out. Like, in that moment, all you are worried about is, like, that kid and that pig and being able to talk it and nothing else matters. So you're kind of just in this twilight zone almost. And um, I don't know. I just get really, do get excited and being able to make those moments for those kids and Mm -hmm. um, just kind of also a time to reflect and making sure that did I take the right time throughout the entire day did I make sure that I talked to every kid and Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of having that little moment of reflection too of how did I do throughout the whole day and um how are we gonna carry this over after the show so yeah so then you go and you shake are you a slapper or a handshaker or a pointer or what I do not think that I have judged big enough shows to qualify a slap yet so (laughs) there are certain level of shows that I think that slapping the pig is justified. Yes. I have not gotten to that level yet. So I am a handshaker, but... You're a handshaker. We are a handshaker. <laughs> Even with COVID, we're a handshaker. Whatever. Okay, we did do a fist pound during that year, but... <laughs> That's awesome. Tell me what your goals are. Where do you, where do you, what's your dream job to judge? Ooh, so 
One of my big goals, personal goals that I set right out of college was that I want to do 30 counties in Iowa by the time that I'm 30. Ooh. So How you do it? I'm on 25. You haven't been to Cedar County yet. I got to get you on the list. I know. Okay, I'll get, we have a good pig show. I, I know. It's, small, it's, it's not huge, yes. but it's high quality. I mean, yep. you've got Jaden Compton's husband and yep. Robert over there. Robert's He's definitely there. got that area. Yep. And, um, I know. Harold's, like Emily Harold and yep. her family there. And then I we, I don't know, um, do you know Jim Thompson and yep. Renee Thompson? Yep. So yep. We have them, and they really help those FFA kids yes. out. Yes. And then we have some personal interests from people who are just competitive. Yep. Let's yep. just say that. Okay, yep. so I'll try to see if we can get you in Cedar County. So you were, you're at 25. 25 with two years left to go. So okay. we'll see. That's kind of my big one is to just judge in 30 counties by 30. And then, I mean, I've done a couple national showmanship shows. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I did the recovery in Des Moines, which was basically like an expo replacement mm-hmm. um, for that year. And then I did the summer type conference for uh, the CPS team purebred this past year and that was a blast and um there's just a i mean obviously everyone wants to do a ye yeah that's and whether that's showmanship or doing the live show i some female judges they don't like to be pigeonholed into just showmanship right and that can be a common thing yeah me personally if i'm asked to do showmanship or the real show like Mm -hmm. at least i'm getting asked because i think yeah you're on the list you're on the list right so i think you're right like i don't um you know one of the things that I'm really excited about seeing yes. is the, because I've said for years, half of the judging teams are made up of women, yes. right? But the microphone in the paid circuits yes. are still a majority of the men. Yep. And it's been nice to see that transition and getting more women on the mic where it's not, oh, we're having a female or, yep. yeah. Um, and so I think it's exciting whether it's in showmanship, yep. or whether it's in, you know, a the market ring yep, or the, you yep. know whatever the female ring whatever you want to do it's just nice to hear those voices and yes. to hear that conversation and yep. to hear those words because it just emulates so much yep. for somebody else who's watching male female yeah, adult absolutely. young whatever it's just that voice yep. which is really nice yep. I like that that's awesome oh OIE we'll put a good word in for you there oh, <laughs> do you know Candy Schminky yes, like, okay. yes so Candy I interviewed her on the podcast yes. and her favorite show that she ever did was OIE and she's done it twice oh my gosh oh that's my crazy gosh. that's like, awesome I mean she's judged every major Everywhere. national show you know yeah. and she's she, really I mean she's just Oh. She's just kicking those glass ceilings for all these female judges out there. She was definitely a pioneer for that. Okay, when I did that interview, I was totally geeked out, and we were—I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, I was she... geeking out listening to that interview, <laughs> so I was like, "This is so cool, and, and I can she... relate to so many things." Like that yes. And then when she got asked if she was the ribbon girl that day, yes. you've never been asked if you were the ribbon girl, have you? No, I have not. I, I just had to think about that because there are Thank some gosh. times that they thought, they hey, question. You know, when you said like you wanted to be humble and kind and. What was your third motivated. thing? Motivated. Okay, that's Candy Schminky right yes. there. And I was saying to her, like, those same things. It's so cool. She would be so proud of you. Oh, my Because, gosh. like, of emulating those things. She thinks of it as so much yet to do. And yeah. I look at it as, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's so cool to think about that and like that. Yeah. In this season, I am asking all of my guests, because this season's called The Drive. Okay. What gives you your drive? I would say just seeing kids get excited about pigs. Like, when I was growing up, I was not a sports kid. I was not really a music kid. Um, And so I didn't fit in right away in a high school, normal high school sense. Okay, how big was your high school? You went to 
Ballard. Ballard. Okay. So, so we had 109 in my class. Mm-hmm. So it's a, but it's not a very big ag school at all. Yeah. Like I had to go to North Polk to do FFA okay. because we didn't have an ag program, mm-hmm. um, which I'm very fortunate about that. Yeah. But so being able to show pigs or show horses was really my way of finding kind of success and yeah. feeling success of some sort and feeling like I'm not just a giant failure. Like I can actually be good at something and I really like something and I'm really proud of something. Yeah. Um, me and my husband, Zach, that's really kind of our mindset too when we go out and work with these kids is um, whether I'm judging in the show ring and working with them or he's working with a customer, it's how are we going to take these kids from maybe they are kind of quiet or shyer and being able to help them blossom into finding success and getting excited, making friends, coming out of their shell. That's what drives us is just those kids. Isn't that funny? Yes. Because you would think the drive would be an internal, yeah, like an internal hit or an internal yep. pleasure yep. or an internal, like I want to see the pig, our yes. pigs be grand champion. Yeah. For you, it's really an external you know, a, a mentoring type of thing where you see the kid be successful yep. and you see the development. Yeah. And that's what drives you. And yep. that is so sustainable. Yes. And, and I mean... That's something that's really cool. I like that about that. And I can transition that passion in the show world into my kind of commercial, professional world as mm-hmm. well because these kids, if you get them excited about pigs now, then that's the future generation of mm-hmm. the workforce. And so I like to be able to find that passion, spark it, or help build the flames with it and mm-hmm. so that 10 years down the road we still have a really amazing responsible hard-working passionate workforce for yep. the industry mm-hmm. so i think everybody should have a pig yes <laughs> <laughs> i can hook you up i know where to get a few. I, don't get a pig. <laughs> I can get you a few well, i can actually get you everybody a few. should have a cow i really believe everybody should have a show steer <laughs> yeah. I, we grew we we showed cattle and sheep and and so i'm like everybody needs to have a fluffy show steer to take care of you know and just and one that's so cuddly and cute. And, and now I think pigs, pigs are so personable. Yes, they just they have just, personalities. My husband grew up doing steers yeah. and, and pigs. And he always said, like, pigs just have better personalities. Oh, I know. They can have some real doodahs, but you can have yes. some really good ones, yes. too. I know. It's a fun thing yes. to think about. Do you think showing pigs, like, got a cool factor to it now that it didn't have, like, when you were doing it 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Don't you feel like stock show is, like, really in I don't even know like it's really popular and cool more so than just the egg kids doing a thing you know yeah I mean I think it definitely has taken a different style like it's not the kids wearing button-down plaid wrangler shirts and wrangler jeans and boots like it's you're wearing dudes and <laughs> bell-bottom jeans. I think, and I think the stock show world set the dude thing on yes, fire. Yes, yes. We because keep the now, dudes in business. Now you go everywhere, and dudes are everywhere. Like, but like we wore them first. Yes, <laughs> dudes, sevens, can-cans, we are keeping those businesses going. We're trends ahead. Myself included. They yes. take plenty of my money. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just think that stock show, you know, you had talked about... When you were younger, you couldn't really find that place to fit in. Yep. You weren't in the sports. You weren't in this, like, the small town yes. available opportunities, yes. right? Yep. Like, yep. you had to create your own kind of thing. Yep. And now I feel like we've done a really good job of making it more inclusive. Yes. So that more people are have access to it. Yes. And can come to it and be a part of it. And, and I think, honestly, one positive thing from social media is that those kids could connect. Mm-hmm. And the ways that I couldn't with people at, sh- at the kids that I've met at shows mm-hmm. when I was younger we I mean we didn't have Facebook or Instagram or any of those snapchats but now these kids can and so mm-hmm. 
they're connecting stronger friendships with kids from across the states or in mm -hmm. different states. And I think that's a really cool thing is to be able to see how connected they can be now. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, gosh, when I was showing, you know, it was the old click on yeah. the camera. Yep. But I remember, I remember having a distinct moment, like you did when you were in at nine, yes. you were lucky to have it at nine. Yes. I had it when I was 16 and I was at the beef expo and I was just sitting there thinking to myself, these are my people. Yep. This is my thing, you know? And, and I think how cool it was that you at age nine <laughs> could look at a judge and go, that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to do. That's, yes. that's what I want to, you know, and you never had any fear of speaking in front of public, did you? Um, not yeah. Not really. I mean, I do probably now more so. I just, now? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can talk in a ring. I can talk to pigs. Like I talk on a mic, but sometimes when I'm in like a professional setting and a PowerPoint, it's, it's a little bit harder because I'm not just wandering around, walking around and <laughs> using my random twang that kind of shows up when you're on a mic doing reasons for something. When some. you go south, do you go more twangy? Oh my, I, I think it just comes out. I don't even, I always used to make fun of people from Iowa who were judging and had that weird twang and you're like, you're from Iowa, just stop, you're faking it. But now I realize it's just, you just pick it up. You just, it just picks it up. You can't help yourself. You can't help it. I know, you're just like, whoa, that's your thing. Yes. I know. What do you think you're really good at? Oh, Lord. As <laughs> far as stock show goes, what do you think? Are you really good at, like, watching a pig walk, picking them apart? What do you think you're really good at? One thing, I mean, what I really look for when I'm going out and picking a gilt or a barrel is I am one that likes no-holes type of hogs, where it's hard to pick on them. Mm -hmm. um, so not necessarily the biggest-legged ones or the coolest-fronted ones, ones that are just hard to pull apart. To pull apart. So it's, they're square from behind, they're square coming at you, they have just enough muscle, um, they're sound, they're good on their pasterns, good in their hawk. Um, that's really what I kind of look for. So I really am critical, especially rear leg. I'll pick on rear legs, but yeah, yeah I would say that's my type when I go out and judge. Just, just kind of problem really free hawks. good at picking out a little one? Are you picking out a little one? Uh, Zach do that. It's hard to do because they do change so much. Yeah. The one that... I mean, Zach and I both have very different types, too, when it, sometimes. Uh -huh. So um, it can cause some strong discussions, discussions <laughs> strong discussions in the spring. But um, yeah, I will say the ones that I I name as little pigs never leave the farm. So clearly, I, either I am very good at getting my way or I pick a decent one when they're little. So. <laughs> there you go. One of the things I love about when I interview different people for the podcast is asking them about what they see in themselves that's really special or different because I think we don't take time a lot of times just in our daily life to really honor it and yeah. to recognize it and to be able to own it and to build on it and have confidence yeah. in it I think is what elevates you or someone who yeah. you know up a little and makes you more become a lady in the lead yeah makes you something different and I think if anybody's listening to this podcast and they really want to elevate themselves, just look at yourself and try to figure out what am I really good at yep. and yep. own it and yep. be okay with it. You know, so for some people it is, you know, picking out a really good little pig. Some people it's hitting the ring yep. and making great eye contact. Yep. Some people, I, you know, it's tail heads or working hair yep. or whatever, but everybody has that little something that they can own and say, I'm really good at yep. that makes it 
just a yep. little bit better, right? Yep. Like, makes me, and, and I'm not saying that to be, like, cocky or yeah. that sort of thing, but I think you have to own it, and, like, you see that in the ring, right, when you, somebody walks in and they really own being yes. good? Yep. Yeah. You can definitely tell the, I call it, like, a quiet confidence, mm-hmm. where they're not trying over the top, way too hard, but they're just making it look smooth and easy. That's my type of showman. Like, you know what you're doing, but you're not taking it over the top, you're making it look easy, that's the kind of, that's what I will, that's what we'll usually win under being showmanship. (laughs) That's, yeah. That's also my type in showmanship, so there we go, so you have my type of hog now, and my type of showmanship, so. You're booked then, you know. No, 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 no. Where are you judging at this year? So, I am actually going to Oklahoma in two weeks, so did go do a jackpot down there. Um, I've got a couple county fairs in Iowa booked. Um, so you only got three left to get for the 30? Uh, no, five. Well, I thought you had two more. Different counties. Oh, you might be same county. Oh, you yes. Okay. Yes. So I have to do five more counties in Iowa. Um, new counties. Yeah. And hopefully they'll start calling. I usually start getting booked about March. Mm-hmm. So um, still pretty early in my season of booking I don't know I mean, maybe that sounds weird and cocky of my <laughs> season of booking but no I mean you you have to relatively yeah, be close you yeah. know what the heck you're doing yeah. usually than, I yeah. start getting calls in about March so. that's awesome I know you are also on the all Iowa showdown committee yes I um work at our local like our we're best of the best so okay, I'm yeah, a yeah. county representative to help support okay. that talk a little bit about I mean I just love this and how it has changed the competitiveness again at the county fairs yes. these these showdowns and the all Iowa and talk about how you got involved with that. So, um, I kind of got involved in our local one too. So which is, which one's for you guys? So it was previously known as the bear down okay. and now it's called the heartland throwdown. The heartland throwdown. Heartland okay. throwdown. So we've been through a rebranding process, but, um, so I got involved there and then actually, uh, Rob Beach with all Iowa reached out to Lexi Merrick, who's a good friend of mine, and asked if she could be, if she was willing to help out on the All-Iowa Committee, and she's like, well, actually, I'm, like, relocating, and just don't really have the time commitment to do it, but you should call Caitlin. Yeah. And so they reached out to me, uh, Dewey and Rob did about, was it, three years ago now, and they're like, hey, would you want to be joining on this? We're really trying to find a pig person, and I said, sure, why not? (laughs) So, so yeah, but it's been great. I just, I really love that whole showdown program because as a breeder it makes it more competitive as a breeder to want to send good ones to different counties yes you get competitive of wanting to do good at the counties and then taking that to a new level and doing good at the showdowns Mm -hmm. and i mean at state fair you've got a one in a million shot sometimes but at least at the showdowns that gives, adds a two in a million shot to yeah. your success for the summer. and I just think it really took input. Some counties are more competitive, yes. obviously, at that level, and some aren't. But it put the good pigs back in the county. Yes, yeah. Because you got to qualify out of your county yeah. to get to the, you know, to your regional. Yes. And then to get out of your regional to the state. And then as a judge, it makes your job more fun. I mean, it makes yes. your job harder because you've got better pigs to, or more competitive pigs to kind of sort through. But that also makes it more, more fun. More fun. It does, because it allows you to really just yes. get down to the nitty-gritty yes. to really prioritize. Yes, and put your personal preference behind it. And, and what you like. Yes. Yes, I know. So the All-Iowa, this would be its fourth year or fifth year? Uh, I'm trying to think, because Rob is in charge of the best of best with us yes. on eastern Iowa side. And so I'm trying to think, is it four years now? I think it's maybe closer to six. Six years? So, okay. But, yeah, yeah. it's been... 
it's just getting huge. It's huge. And it's fun to build up to the yes. state fair yes. and to see them. And it yes. just gets smaller and smaller. And then, you know, I can almost see it going from taking, like, the state fair champion, if they weren't all to yeah. kill, yeah. but now taking these, like, state all Iowa champions and going against Minnesota. Yes. Yeah, and then, like, if even. Yeah, you're starting to see that kind of showdown process starting to pop up in South Dakota's got one, and I think Nebraska does, mm-hmm. Illinois. So the other states are definitely, it's, it's clicking with them too. And yeah. I, it, and it adds just more miles for those pigs. and Right, and it gives you another goal. Like, yep. it gives you a chance to show them again, and it gives a chance for those some of those kids to really see at another level. Yes. And be even that much better. Better. Yep. Like, yeah, yep. and, and get their game on. Like, really get their it, game on. And connecting with each other, too. Yeah. I mean, you're bringing kids from ten different parts of the state that probably yeah. wouldn't interact otherwise unless they're on the jackpot series or right. what have you. So, it's right. always fun for me, too. It, I love it, too, if you're at the local level, which you've, I'm sure you go to your local level. Yeah. And it's like everybody's so chitty-chatty and nice and yes. then about oh, half hour before the first class goes in, it just turns yes and this competitiveness yes. takes over and everybody gets all like cranked up yes right? yes and they all go to their trailers and yes. they all get ready yes and by the time we do steers last but mm-hmm. we build up to it but we do the females first and then we do the, yep. um, the markets yep. and so by the time you get to those market steers people are just like on the edge of yes. their seats you know and it's so fun just to see that and yeah, yeah. I and mean, the people that are putting in the online videos and the photographies and oh, the, yeah. you it's know, just, all the announcements. It's making it a big event, putting those kids' hard work, because it is a oh, lot of work to get to that point, and you just have to have so many things go right leading up to that. So just even qualify for all Iowa is a big, big deal. deal. It's a big thing about that, like yes. getting out of your county fair, and then you go to a region, like ours has got, I think, 13 counties. I was going to say, your guys' is huge. And to get out of that, and then to get, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and you just have to have, like, dialed in on the right day have the yep. right type that the judge is looking for being right showman and you just have to have a lot of things right and what I really love about it too is you see those kids when they're picked champions I mean you've got tears coming down they're just that passion is oh I love it you get goosebumps just watching it <laughs> I know I know I love it too I'm like when you talk about when you're on the mic how you get in a different zone yeah. for me it's when I clip steers yes. I just I could clip for hours and I get like zoned out yes. and nothing it, like my world just goes away yes. and when those kids are in that zone right yes. in the final drive yes. there is nothing else in their minds no. right then and there it's just them the pig them their steer the lamb or whatever and that judge and that's all they I mean I mean it's like the, it's like a state championship it essentially is. it is I mean it's, you're, so cool. it's their state oh. championship title so I know it's awesome I know okay cool oh my gosh well we could talk on <laughs> Uh, we're here in Barnes and Noble. And everybody around us now knows about our passion with show pigs, and, and I'm talking with my hands. Yeah, I know. Throwing them around. We're both hand people. <laughs> yeah, my hand people. So we're good. But I always like to wrap up with just a few good get yes. you get real questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. What music do you play in the barn? So I have a playlist that's okay. got about two thousand songs oh on it from God. every different genre in the world. Zach will be in the barn, and we're like getting pigs tamed or I'm washing pigs and he's like what is playing right now <laughs> it is a range from all country genre like 1950 country to Ooh. modern country to red dirt then we add some pop and hip hop 80s rock and then we sprinkle in a little like show tunes and musicals <laughs> and Disney and yeah that's uh, that's our playlist <laughs> who gets to control the ox cord in the car though oh, not Zach not all Zach. me <laughs> that's awesome do you like to stay up late or get up early 
I'm definitely a morning person. I can't do late nights. 8.30? Is that a good bedtime? Yeah, 8.30 is prime. Me too. Love I'm it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. That's awesome. Would you, favorite food at State Fair? I mean, everyone needs to go to State Fair and have a pork chop on a stick. Oh, good As God. my pork plug. <laughs> but, oh. That's almost, I almost <laughs> set you up for that. Right? I know, right? <laughs> no, like, I, I do enjoy a good pork chop on a stick, but I would say probably my favorite that I have, I'll have like three of them is a hot beef sundae. Isn't that awesome? Yes. That is favorite show you ever exhibited at, that Ooh. you exhibited at. Exhibited at. Um, I mean, I love showing at Expo. I think, love that it's in Des Moines. Kansas City has always been fun for us. It's just a fun trip to go down there. It's we relatively it. close. Yeah. Sure you guys see it too. When Exarbon was in Omaha, we loved that too because it was close. But yeah, I'd say probably Kansas City is one of our favorite. We've never done anything big or major down there to win wise, but it's just fun to get away and good shopping. Good shopping. <laughs> That's the priority. <laughs> okay. Louisville. Yeah. Hello. Hey, did you go to Louisville? No. So we're usually like wrapped up with pigs by the yeah, end of yeah. Kansas City, but um, my sister went to Louisville in the summer. So um, NSR does their summer type conference in Louisville in July. So she always got to go there, but I stayed at home and did chores for the pigs at home. Okay. So we know your dream of judging is going to be OIE. Yes. All right. So next thing on your list might be show everybody needs to show at once if you're a pig shower. Ooh, that's a good show. That's a good question. I think everyone needs to try Expo once. It can be very intimidating, but... There's no other show really like it where you've got kids from 20 to 30 different states coming in. I mean, you get the Texas majors, and obviously those are big numbers, but it's all Texas kids. Or OIE is just all Oklahoma kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But Expo is really just something special. It takes it to a new level of bringing so many people together Mm -hmm. um, from across the nation. and It's a week-long fun event, and they take it... They had those extra judging contests and the skill-a-thons yeah. and, um, yeah. It's, it's definitely junior national. It is, it is, I it's would just, say it's a it's junior, junior national, basically. Pig yes. Yeah. And it's right here in Iowa. And it's, yes. And it's so cool. Yes. yes. Well, thank you so much yes, for being you. with me today. Absolutely. For finding me at Barnes & Noble in Jordan Creek. <laughs> yeah, not university. <laughs> we got here. We got here. We got here. Yes. But really for just being an example for, of what a lady in the lead looks like <sighs> from fourth grade all the way now into the ring and being a mentor and a breeder and showing what hard work and compassion really can look like and what it's going to look like for the next 30 years. I think it's just awesome that you're doing this. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad you're from the state of Iowa. Gosh, thank you. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for you to come judge in Cedar County. Oh, I would love to come to Cedar County. That's a good, it's a good show. I've heard good things about that show. I know a lot of good people that come out of that county. Like, that'd be one. We have State Fair winner. I know. I mean, we've had a grand champion winner out of there. Caitlin, thanks again for being a part of this. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Coming out this far west for it. Oh, I, Des Moines, (laughs) not that far. Yes. All right, you guys, we'll take care and we'll see you down the road. Thanks for listening, you guys. That was an awesome episode of Ladies in the Lead, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen to it. I want to thank Austin Garner for being my audio producer. I'm your host, Joan Garner. I want to encourage you to check out Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Ladies in the Lead, and you're going to want to like and follow along. Of course, you can always check out shestockshows.com to see uh, any updates or if you need to contact me, or you can use my Facebook, Joan Garner. We'd love to have feedback and we'd love to hear from you all. You guys have a great week. We'll see you out on the road.